Hey, what's up everybody and welcome to 10WT Friday where every week we teach you how to form the healthy habits that will transform your body and your life. In order to transform, you have to start with your why, then you have to set your goal, then you have to identify weekly behaviors that will get you to your goals, track your progress on a scoreboard and set micro habits each week that set you up for success. If you do these steps, your habits will be rock solid, your self-confidence will grow and you'll be on the path to your best you. Every single week, we help health-conscious people just like yourself optimize their potential. I'm your host, Nick Carrier, and today I'm really excited to talk about how to get to bed on time. With the hundreds of people that I coached throughout the 10-week transformation, most of the people have done a 5 a.m. group. I, at the end of 2021, started a 7.30 a.m. group here in person, and even the people who have done it virtually struggle with getting to bed on time because oftentimes most people get their workouts done in the morning because that's the time where you can be most consistent with and the least amount of obstacles are going to present themselves in your way from getting your workout in. It's the time where you have the most to yourself. And so getting workouts in in the morning is a super important thing to be consistent in getting closer to your fitness goals. In order to get your workout in in the morning, people oftentimes, if they don't get their workout in, it's because they press snooze. And so oftentimes they press snooze because they didn't get to bed on time. And so that's why this topic is what it is today, getting to bed on time, because it is just super critical in order to get you closer to your overall goals. And today we're going to talk about five specific strategies to help you get your butt in bed on time so that you can get a good night's sleep and so that you can wake up the next morning feeling energized and feeling really good. And at the time that I'm recording this, I went to bed last night at 8 p.m. I actually got in bed at 7.58. I'm luckily somebody who falls asleep like right away and I was probably asleep by 8 p.m. And if you know me pretty well, you know I wake up at 3 a.m. every single morning during the week. Monday to Friday, I wake up at 3 a.m. every single morning. And so it is essential for me to get to bed early in order to get a decent amount of sleep. Even if I go to bed at 8 p.m., I only get seven hours. And so it's always it's been a continual struggle for me. That's why I feel very confident in talking about these different strategies because these have been different things that I've tried to implement and have had varying levels of success with and my clients have implemented and it's a constant process. Every single day is a new challenge. Every single day is a new challenge to try to get to bed on time. But I just have seen the power in getting a good night's sleep and how much it does for me psychologically the next day. Not even just from an energy standpoint, but just psychologically. I'm in a better headspace if I get a good night's sleep compared to if I don't get a good night's sleep. So it is so important to get to bed on time. But let's talk about the five different strategies. The first one is going to take the longest to explain. The next four are going to go by pretty quickly. But number one is reverse engineer your bedtime. Now, this is super critical because what you have to first identify is, okay, what time am I going to wake up? So for example, I know that I'm going to wake up at three. And so, okay, I know that if I'm going to try to get anywhere between six and a half and seven and a half hours of sleep, that means that I need to go to bed between 7.30 and 8.30. Okay, let's just meet halfway in the middle at 8 p.m. Okay, if I'm going to try to get to bed at 8 p.m., that what's the thing I do right before I go to bed? Okay, I brush my teeth. What's what right before I do that? I usually sit down and have my, quote, dessert, which is usually an apple and a lar bar. Okay, what do I usually do before that? I usually have dinner, okay? 
How long does dinner going to take to make? What's the process and how long is it going to take? So for me, for example, I know that I need to stop work at some point between 6 and 6.30 and start cooking dinner at that time in order to set myself up for success so I can be in bed around 8 p.m. If I start at 6 to 6.30, I know that I can be in bed usually 8 to 8.30. And so figure out what that leverage point is. Figure out, okay, what do I need to get done at a specific time in order to get to bed on time? For me, it's cooking dinner. If I start cooking dinner at 6, I'm going to be in bed by 8 to 8.30. And so ask yourself, okay, what time do I need to leave work? What time do I need to put the kids down? What time do I need to start cooking dinner? Right? Like ask yourself, what is that thing that's going to essentially determine what time I go to bed? What is that last thing that I need to do that's going to determine what time I get to bed? Because everything else after me starting cooking dinner takes about the same time every single night. So if I can just get to dinner, then I'm good. And so that usually takes me kind of, if I have to stop work at six, I have to keep in mind, okay, 30 to 45 minutes before 6, so 5.15, 5.30, I need to make sure I'm starting to wrap things up, I'm starting to plan out my next day, so on and so forth. So reverse engineer your bedtime. Ask yourself, okay, if I need to wake up at this time, and I know I need to get about this many hours of sleep, if I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m., and I know I want to get 8 hours of sleep, okay, I need to be in bed by 10 p.m., Okay, if I'm going to be in bed by 10 p.m., what time do I need to start winding down? Maybe it's 9.15. Okay, if I'm going to start winding down at 9.15, what time do I need to start my dinner? Maybe 7.30. Okay, if I'm going to start dinner at 7.30, that means I need to start cooking by 6.45, right? Do that process with yourself. Don't just accept that you're going to go to bed late and not get good sleep. Do that process with yourself. Reverse engineer your bedtime so that you can wake up feeling energized and in a great psychological space the next day. So number one, reverse engineer your bedtime. Number two this is huge, is put your phone on do not disturb and put it away the same time every single night. Have a rule. That's what a lot of people do when they're setting their pills in the 10-week transformation. Your pill is a micro habit that sets yourself up for success. And so a lot of people will say, I'm going to put my phone on do not disturb and I'm going to put it away, no electronics past 8 p.m. or past whatever time. And so that can be really key because a lot of times what keeps people up is getting messages and messages and notifications and notifications. But if you put it on do not disturb and put it away, then you're not going to get that distraction. Tactic number three is don't put your phone by your bed. So many people have their phone right by their bedside table. And when they're trying to fall asleep, then they get a phone call and then they're on the phone for the next 30 minutes. And then next thing you know, they're only going to get five hours of sleep because they're on a long phone call. Don't set yourself up for failure by putting your phone on your bedside table. I, every single night, put my phone on do not disturb, put in the charger in my bathroom and my alarm set, and then I go lie in bed. And that's one of the reasons why I can fall asleep so quickly because I'm not distracted and I, there's nothing that comes up that catches my attention. So number three is don't put your phone by your bed. Number four, and this is critical for me really, set a strict rule of only one episode. Because so many of you guys I know wind down at night while watching a TV show whether that's on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Peacock, whatever it is, or regular TV, which is probably very little of you, but you're watching some sort of TV show at the end of the night. Set a strict rule of only one episode. I only give myself one episode of whatever it is I'm watching at the time, whether that's Seinfeld, Modern Family, Friends. I usually go for the kind of the old typical shows, and those are what I like to watch, and so those are luckily 20, 30 minutes long, and that's how I wind down. But I only watch one of them. And I don't even really have the temptation to watch others. 
I just have had this strict rule and this strict habit for a while that of only one episode. And so I know a lot of you guys kind of binge watch, binge watch, binge watch, binge watch. Last next thing you know, you're like, oh crap, it's eleven o'clock, and I'm only going to get six hours of sleep now. So set a strict rule of only one episode. And I think the great thing about that is, is it has you looking forward to the next night to watch the next episode a little bit more so than it would if you just binge. So number four, set a strict rule of only one episode. And then fifth and finally, and this is something that I try to do a lot as well, and I've verbally communicated to a lot of you guys before in the past, is keep in mind the future you. Keep in mind the future version of yourself. I know oftentimes when I go to bed, I'm not necessarily ready for bed. I'm not just dog tired, but I'm like, I know I need to get to bed so I'm not tired when I wake up in the morning because so oftentimes I'll wake up in the morning after a bad night's sleep and I'm super tired and I tell myself, oh, I'm going to make sure I get to bed really early tonight. And then that night rolls around and I'm not that tired and I'm going to be like, you know what, I can stay up a little bit later. But no, keep in mind the future version of yourself that you're going to be when you wake up in the morning and look out for that person. Make sure that person is going to feel energetic. And so when you're lying, when you're sitting on the couch thinking maybe I should go for the next episode, keep in mind the future version of yourself. Look after that person And so when you wake up that next morning, you can actually feel rejuvenated. You can actually be proud of the fact that you only stuck to one episode and you got your butt in bed. So again, guys, the five steps, five specific tools and strategies to ensure that you get to bed on time. Number one, reverse engineer your bedtime. Figure out, okay, if I'm going to wake up at this point, I want to get this many hours of sleep. What is the leverage point? What time do I need to start winding down? What time do I need to start dinner? What time do I need to start cooking dinner? So on and so forth. What time do I need to leave work? Task slash strategy number two. Put your phone on do not disturb and put it away at the same time every single night. Don't let technology be your distraction. And number three, very similar. Don't put your phone by your bed. Don't put your phone by your damn bed, people. I don't understand why people think that's a good idea. (laughs) Number four, set a strict rule of only one episode. Don't binge watch. And number five, keep in mind the future version of yourself. When you're might, maybe not that tired, and you're like, oh, I don't need to go to bed quite yet, keep in mind that the future version of yourself will be very happy that you did. I hope this helped today. I know so many of us struggle with sleep. And that's me, that's me as well. I mean, I wake up at 3 a.m. five days a week. Of course, I'm going to struggle with sleep because I have to go to bed at 6 p.m. if I wanted to get eight hours, or excuse me, that was bad math, 7 p.m. if I wanted to get eight hours. I don't even know that because I never do that. But I know that if I can get to bed between 8 and 8.30, I'm going to feel pretty darn good the next day. And it just is a huge game changer for my energy levels, my psychological state of mind. It ensures that you don't press snooze and you don't miss your workouts, so make sure you get your butt to bed on time. And if you need further help doing this with one-on-one attention from me, then make sure you join the 10-week transformation, www.nickcarrier.com slash 10WT. Whether you're in Nashville or somewhere else, you can get started today. Nashville groups start every so often, but if you're somewhere else, I will literally ship you a workbook with your three workouts to do every single week, and I can give you some more workouts too if you would like to, but three workouts a week, every single week, that's what this workbook is over here on over my right shoulder. And then you have a scoreboard, we'll set a goal, we'll follow a strategy, we'll talk on a weekly basis, and you will get closer to the best version of yourself. You're going to transform your health, you're going to transform your body, you're going to transform your habits, and you're going to skyrocket your self-confidence. And I know that's what a lot of you guys are looking for. So whether you're in Nashville or not, go to nickcarrier.com slash 10WT to sign up and get started today. nickcarrier.com slash 
10WT. Other than that, I hope what you learned today helps you get some more sleep, helps you feel more energetic, puts you in a better psychological space so that you can get closer to your health and fitness goals and ultimately closer and closer to your best you. 